Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome back to Champ Manager on the Post. It's episode number 13. Uh, it's the episode for April uh, 2021, just in case you listen to this in the future. Thank you for that. Um, but <laughs> I'm your host, Ross, and with me as ever is Dave. Hello. How are you, mate? Uh, I'm all right, yes. I've uh, probably sound a bit a bit full up, which I am, but I'm all right. So that's, that's the main thing. Yeah, dad issues. Dad issues. <laughs> We've all got them. <laughs> My daughter's seven on Monday. I can't believe that. Oh, goodness me. I know. Got to prepare for a seven-year-old's birthday party. Not going to be fun. Um, anyway, how have you been? Uh, you back to full-time employment, lockdown over, everyone back? Uh, well, I've been working from home throughout. Mm. Um, we're just starting to get people back in the office uh, nice. next, week, next week, actually. So um, looking forward to seeing people, although I haven't had a haircut yet. So I'm going to look a bit like a Trump, but that's fine. <laughs> Not an issue for me. Come on, her. No, no you've, you've been uh, on easy street on this. Uh, yeah, during this lockdown, but found a way around it by going bold prematurely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so episode thirteen, it's a big episode. There's some exciting stuff coming up. What is on the show this week? Uh, yeah, so we've got uh, we've got uh, Stu from, uh, from Stu's Footy Flashback. You've probably seen him on Twitter. It's very much in our. In our vault for, for, yeah. for, for, uh, for content, so he, he obviously does a lot of, of retro football stuff, um, but he's also a big Champman fan, so we're going to have a quick chat with Stu Excellent. about well, everything from the past, basically, which is right in our Which is why you're listening to this. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then after, after Stu, uh, what else is coming up? Uh, so after that, we've got um, Nick and uh, Rob Tate, so you'll, you'll know Nick, Nick's been on previously, um, but Nick has also recently started Champions League Manager, which both me and you are part of. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to come on and talk to us about that, uh, along with Rob Tate, who is not only one of the Champions League managers, but he's also the uh, the reigning CM Cup champion. And oh, yeah. today is the day where we will do the draw for this year's Cup. Nice. Exciting stuff. Some of the the, uh, the little behind-the-scenes bits we've got from it are really exciting. <laughs> I can't wait for it. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's, it's a real labour of love, um, which I'm, you and I will have a quick chat through before we uh we introduce nick and rob later on but uh yeah it's um it's going to be i always try to make it bigger and better than the previous year so hopefully we've achieved that again this year you've outdone yourself this year it's yeah it's, a, it's pretty it's, it's a lot of work you've taken on i know um <laughs> it sounded like oh, no, i mean it never sounded like a good idea but uh <laughs> you know when like marge walks in on homer eating slices of cheese and he's like i think i'm blind that's pretty much where i'm at with the editor <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my daughter's discovered The Simpsons recently, so we've watched all, like, I think, 19 seasons we've watched so far. Wow. In order, yeah, she absolutely loves it. I was, sorry to go on a tangent here, I was absolutely devastated to find out that the um, the Michael Jackson episode has been, is not on Disney Plus. Is it not? No, uh, Stark Raving Dad is missing if you go through series two. Wow. Uh-huh. They've know. done a WWE network and they've whitewashed it. <laughs> 
they have because uh, we, we all remember that scene in uh, in Star Wars and Dad where Hulk Hogan turns up and, uh, <laughs> and says things he's not meant to say. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. I didn't realise that one. I must, I'm, that, that'll be around somewhere. Be on YouTube. You can watch that. Well, for ten points, what's the name of Michael J- of, the, of the fake Michael Jackson? Oh, no, I can't remember. What is it? Tell me. You go tell me. Well, I was well, I think it's someone like is it Leroy Kapowski or the rings of bell. Something like that. Yeah. I asked that question expecting you to know the answer because I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't 100% sure. Leave, a, leave, a, uh, leave your answer in the comment on Twitter to this uh, post when we post this podcast out. Um, if you know what the answer is to that question. Let's get straight into our first guest and our main guest for this week's show. It's Stu from Stu's Footy Flashbacks. So I'm joined now by Stu from Stu's Footy Flash, who I'm sure you've all seen on Twitter with his wonderful array of memories of football past. Uh, Stu, how are you, sir? I'm good, thank you, Dave. How are you? Yeah, very well, thanks. Thanks for uh, coming on to talk about the past with me. It's, uh, it's certainly one of my favourite subjects. So when uh... Yeah, and one of mine, it's, uh, I, I pine for it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I did joke to Ross earlier that uh, the only thing we've got to look forward to is the past, which I think is what the likely lad said, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> um, the first thing we always ask any any guest is, uh, what's your, your earliest memory of Championship Manager and wh- where did it all start for you? Um, well, I was born in '83, uh, so I went to um, I went up to my high school in '96, and uh, and that was that was be- because obviously you meet, you meet your new friends at, at that stage, so I, that's where I heard about it. To be honest, when I first got, got to high high school. Um, and yeah, it was the it was the uh, CM two ninety six ninety seven version um, that I that I first when I first realised, and I just I, I didn't couldn't believe that there was a sort of game like this because I was that used to playing I, I'm like a Mega Drive boy really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know playing stuff like sensible soccer most of me youth up to then, and then to find a game where you're in charge of players and you have responsibility um, actually blew my mind a little bit as a twelve year old. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, that's that's where that's where it started. It just it was just it was just meeting new friends at school and they telling me about it really, and I I, I got it, got it straight away and was hooked up most immediately to it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny actually. A lot of people started with, with that version, including myself. So it's obviously it obviously had immense pulling power really because it's kept a lot of people around in the series for for, uh, for many years to come since then. Um, would, would you class that as the the best version you played or? No, I, I would definitely say the the year after ninety seven ninety eight. To be honest, that's the only I, I still play that now. Yeah, the ninety seven yeah. ninety eight version. Um, I I still have my original one that I had in the original, you know, the massive box. Um, and uh, yeah, st- obviously these days laptops don't really have CD ROMs, so it's uh, I, I do the DOS box thing. What, yeah, yeah. What, you know what you wrote about, and um, and yeah, it's the fact that it's. The, the reason the reason it carries on it, I've got a, quite a uh, story about how um, how hooked I was on it. There was a uh, that that summer it was uh, sorry that uh, is it autumn I believe it was like October November that came out. And, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was uh, at the same time I had a a uh, a trip to uh, Euro Disney on the cars with school <laughs> and my mother um, and, and I obviously I wanted the game. And, and my mum said I couldn't have both, and I chose Championship Manager nineteen seventy eight over four days in Paris with my school friends. Um, and uh, yeah, I, 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 I do not regret it one bit. No, because because uh, yeah, I, I, 
to say I still play it, what, nearly 25 years later, um, it's, yeah, it, it don't, uh, monetary-wise, it's ridiculous what, what, you know, I think my mum was um, silently surprised and delighted um, <laughs> that I, uh, I I went for that. But, um, but yeah, it's, I, for, for the amount of pleasure I got out of, out of that game, it, it were it were, it were no brainer. It would be now, to be honest, if, if, well, I, had, if I had the choice of that. Exactly. I mean, uh, you think of how much worth you got with that game as well. <laughs> Certainly a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I've still got, I've, like I said, I've still got the, the actual <laughs> game. So it's, you know, I've, I've, I've you know, I, none of my friends even talk about that trip to Paris. It's not like I really missed out. So I, yeah, I'm, uh, well, exactly. See, and people are still talking about Chapman Nights of So who, who, your decision was 100% correct in my mind, to be honest, Stu. So, yeah, yeah, a lot better than Space Mountain. Well, 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 exactly. <laughs> and I, so what is it you think about Nights of that still has you playing to this day? What, what, what's the, the big draw for you? Um, well, the, obviously the editor got ad- added at that stage, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, um, um, it, it were, I didn't realise in the first version as well, you know, the Glenn Hoddle cheat? Oh, yes, yeah. Um, for the internationals, I had no idea about that until the actual the 97, 98 version, that it, that got round school. And, <laughs> I, yeah, another thing that just, you know, it blew my mind a bit that you could take him going to a World Cup. Um, but, but, yeah, it's it, just the fact that... Um, you know there were more leagues to play as well, weren't they? In that in that version, yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, and and yeah, it, 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 the editing really. I mean, we we used to with my friends. We used to I used to get them all around to my house, and we, we'd make our school team. You know, <laughs> and it, the, the, we'd actually just make our you know all the attributes and that, and then stick us in wherever we could go and see how far. I mean, it, did, it, it was very rare we did any very well, um, but just the, the you know seeing your own name on the screen and stuff like that was. Uh, a real novelty to me and my friends at the time. I know, I used to love, whenever you used to make your, your school team and things, everyone would have 20 for pace because you didn't want to say, well, he's slow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. When you're a kid as well. I mean, everyone is. Everyone thinks they've got 20 for pace when you're a kid. It's only when you get old and quick you, you, uh, you realise it's maybe not true. <laughs> it's... Uh, the editor was it was a, a great thing to add into the uh, to the series because it just meant the, the longevity of that game. They probably didn't intend for it to last twenty five years, but it's uh, it's good. Well, I mean, just the fact that any any transfers that happen at any point, you could just update it, and it, you know, it was it was just a constantly updated version of the game, which was great when when I when I was playing. You know, anything that happened in the trans, you know, when any transfers going off, it just I, it, right. I'll get on it and I'll and I'll, and I'll sort it. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's exactly it. In a way, I mean, I wonder if it uh, kind of worked against them because people didn't really have the urgency to have to upgrade to the newer version, did they? Because they could just keep, keep. Edit, and edit exa- I think, yeah, that that happened with me a little bit, to be honest. Um, I still, I, I still got them, but it was a, I was there was certainly no urgency like yeah, the first yeah. two games that I had. The, the, no, I wasn't in a rush at all. If it came, it came. If not, it was I was fine. <laughs> So, do you have any uh, any memories of a particular save that you uh, that you had on on this game? That you know, um, I always quite liked to go in. I, I wasn't really one for ma- uh, managing big sides. I like to take a team through the leagues, yeah. and um, and especially when we were coming from Doncaster, Doncaster Rovers. That was <laughs> was the season they actually got relegated from the whole football league. So they had a, a dreadful side on it. Um, but it's just the. If, if you got the free transfers at the beginning, I used to sign ex ex like Premier League players all the time. You know, it, people like Paul Parker, Sean Teal, um, Delian Atkinson, Chris Kiwambia. What free transfer he was? Oh yeah. Um, and 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 if you could get them, I mean, it, it, it was just a tra- upwards trajectory right through to the Premier League every every time. 
um, which looked ridiculous with Doncaster ever getting getting that that far. But obviously, it was just it was just building, and um, yeah, it just that, that's I used to just I, I used to I used to like taking a, a small team to the top, really. You know, just it was. I found a lot more pleasure in that than being a big side making massive signings and stuff like that. I think more of a challenge to me. I think. No, hundred percent. I think uh, you're right. That that Doncaster team is probably certainly the, if not the worst, and certainly in the in the, in the bottom three teams in the in the in, in the English divisions. Um, that season. Yeah. I think as well. You probably know better than me. Is that the season? They actually made a documentary about Doncaster. That's um, correct. Yeah, they, they think it's all rovers. They call it. Ha. Brilliant, because um, there was absolute carnage on, wasn't it? They had about four different managers and all, yeah, all they, sorts. They had, they had a, they had the owner were a disgrace, really. I mean, he tried burning the stand to claim compensation, you know, an insurance job, and it, uh, yeah, they went through loads of different. Managers. It were, it were. I can remember going quite a few times that season, um, just as the, because it were they got sort of nationwide news a bit for how bad they were. Um, so we, yeah, a few of us used to go to quite a few regular, and I mean, they'd all end on pitch invasions every, every <laughs> game. I think then they're half the reason we went just to get on the pitch. Um, but it, yeah, it were it were it were a bad time. I can remember the the final league game. It will it were it were like a funeral there. It was you know like there were people playing the last stand on Trump on trumpets, oh, and, um, and just yeah, I'm sure someone took a coffin into the ground. It were just it were really somber. It yeah. were like a um, but luckily, five years later, they got back in league and they've not really looked back. So it's, it's you know they, they did turn it around. But that were it were a bad bad season for Doncaster. Yeah, as you said, it worked out well in the end because you had come with the guy's name was, but the, the chairman who ended up bringing himself on in the last game. Yeah, uh, John Ryan. <laughs> That's the fella. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a great story. You, you would, wouldn't you? If you owned a football club, you would definitely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, definitely. And to be fair, he, he only he only. You know, he only said it. I think he only did it because they'd, they'd already secured a playoff spot or something like that. It's not like they used him as a actual yeah. player. They just, they just <laughs> an impact. They just give him, yeah, they just give him his day because he was he was Donny fan all his life. So, no, I mean, uh, all for that. Anything like that, I think we should be all over. It's uh, it's a great story, isn't it? Um, yeah, that takes us kind of a bit of a. A neat passageway to um, your Twitter page, which is Stu's Footy Flash or Stu's, Stu's Football Flashbacks, to give it its full title. Um, yeah. What uh, what what prompted you to set this up, and what's it all about? Um, well, first of all, it was it were a blog I started because I um, it was before the 2018 World Cup, and I've always been like the like this. I'm a bit nerdy, like the stato of the of my mates. Huh. Um, you know, like I'm I'm the go-to person if someone needs. Uh, confirmation or something or or you know I've just got a mind of useless football facts really mainly from the 90s to be honest oh, yes. um, and um, and yeah and I just I don't know it was just something to give me make something to read during that competition really I, I just started doing lists of stuff especially England things um, and then when it stopped I just I, I got quite a bit of encouragement from my family and friends to carry on doing it so I started doing um, some more um, and then I set up a Twitter page to start putting them on and then um, yeah it was a case of uh, I found out how you could put videos on Twitter and you know it was just it, it's just my ideal thing to like just take a look back on football's past and I could just do it whenever I liked on my own terms um, so uh, so yeah and then yeah the uh, I've done probably up nearly I think nearly 50 articles now in, in total um, some have been published um, in a in a uh, magazine called nationwide magazine called Lake Tackle, which has been good. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. 
and uh, and yeah, it was. Uh, I just just built me following like that really, and it's uh, yeah, especially over the last year or so, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone really well. I've got uh, it's uh, getting quite a new lot of followers every day, and the, and especially uh, me me art, me pieces. Uh, just because it's been on that long now, just people searching for stuff online, my my articles get associated with certain searches and stuff like that, which is good. Um, and and on on Facebook, there's lots of uh, you know there's lots of those um, nostalgic groups, football yeah, groups, nineties, nineties, uh, you know, nineteen eighties, nineteen nineties, just anything to look back at, and you stick a few on there, and it doesn't half get people talking and arguing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think you're right as well in that. Um... The way the, the the current game is going, people are more and more gravitating towards the, sort of the, the good old days. Um, yeah, it's a cliche, isn't it? But yeah. it's, it's, it, I, I completely agree. I, I, I fell out of love with modern day football quite a long time ago, really. Um, and it's it's just yeah, I just I love to hark back to that time. And, and Twitter's really good; gives me a platform to do it on. It's basically relive my youth a bit. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, I I, I love it. I, you know, it's it's. At least once a day, I'll put something something new on video wise, and in the meantime, if I can get anything written, it's it's great. Yeah, of course. Um, so, without giving away all your, your tricks of the trade, um, what's your where, where do you find a lot of your clips and things like that? Like, is it, is it just trolling YouTube, or do you, do you have it your own sort of video library somewhere? Uh, no, it's a lot of it's YouTube. It's a lot of mine are either if it's if if it's a, a certain footballer's birthday, or if there's on this day, you know, like yeah, so yeah. many years ago. They're the easiest things, to, and I, yeah, to be I, to be honest, I, every I, my, my my wife don't like it at all. <laughs> every every evening, I'll start I'll start searching for the following morning. Um, but it's just, uh, but I enjoy it because it just lets me look at old goals and old events and stuff like that. Anyway, you know, and if I if I find something great, if not, it's just it's just adding to my mind of useless information. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's. Uh... You're absolutely talking to the right person about this because I say like anything from the past and with with football. If I don't know it, I want to know it, and if I do know it, yeah. I'll tell anybody else about it. <laughs> exactly that, and if yeah, and that, and that's the thing. If I find out something new now, I, I, three or four of my friends, I'll be texting them saying, "Wow, you know, I, I, all this time I didn't know this. I'm maybe just almost a bit disappointed that I didn't know it." <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. I'm 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 always. I always said to me to me mum, if only there were an A level in um, football <laughs> knowledge, you know, I'd, 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 I'd uh, might, might have had a different career. No, you'd have passed with flying colours, but uh, it's, um, there's also another element of, of things which I like, which is, for example, you did um, what would what would England's World Cup '94 squad have been like had they been there, and of course that's another avenue to explore, and that you can look at. Uh, you know, things that maybe didn't happen, but what if they had happened? And you can you can rewrite that. I mean, that must have been quite a quite a fun one to do. Yeah, it, 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 to be honest, it's probably my most favourite one actually, and it's 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 the one that's probably got m- the most reaction as well because it, um, you just just to look back on that because you're having to, I was having to look back at the actual season of ninety three ninety four and and then and then try and figure out whether Graham Taylor, if he was still in charge, would have took them and, you know, just who was in form at the right time and stuff like that. And, yeah, it were, it were really it were really interesting to write that one. It was just the fact that, and, and when I'm actually picking the squad, it was like I was picking my own World Cup squad, which was, it, that used to take me back to when I was, you know, a, a young lad actually just doing it for fun anyway. And, I was, and now I was writing it all down, you know, pro- properly. 
for people to actually read, which are great. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you about that era in general because I mean it was, it was slightly before my time of, of following football properly, um, and it's obviously there's a, there's a lot being written in this documentaries about you know Graham Taylor's time in charge and all this kind of stuff. Um, mm. What's your take on, on on Graham Taylor as a manager? Was he was he unlucky with some of the you know getting Holland in a, in a qualification draws? Not great news. Um, yeah. Was he unlucky or was he just generally a bit out of his depth? Um, probably the way the way he played, um, his tactics was were a little prehistoric, should we say? But mm. he also he was in the middle of a, a transition between you know that Italian anti side and a, a few people had either retired or were on the you know on the way out weren't as good as they were and then and that's what Euro 92 was about really it was a mixture of that and, and new people and that did not go well from at all but then the it, it was the qualification campaign for um, for USA 94 which it was that was his squad and he was unlucky with I mean there's some of the decisions in that Holland game mm. um, the famous Holland game in Rotterdam is the criminal really but you know he was unlucky in that game but He'd, he'd messed up far too often earlier in the campaign. They drew it home to Norway the very first game, and that sort of, that seemed to set the tone for the whole um, for the for the rest of the campaign, really. But and he should never have done that documentary either. <laughs> really, no. if you think about it, it's absolutely imagine an England manager doing that now. I know, um, especially. I mean, I can't believe you agreed with it when you think of like Bobby Robson, who was the manager before Graham Taylor. He was absolutely dragged through the mud by the by the media and the press, and, and that was without that sort of access. So exactly, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, it's wild, really, to think he, he put himself through that. But uh, I assume there was. Well, he was a man of his word. That the problem was, I, I, I read about it afterwards that he halfway through it, um, it when they they'd drawn away to Poland and then lost to Norway quite famously, and he uh, the the Channel Four executives offered to pull it and he said no I'll give you my word now we need to follow this through and he, he, so he could have just stopped the whole thing it oh, would never have been shown but it was just a, a, a his dad was a journalist so he knew how it worked and he didn't want to he, he always wanted media on his side so mm. he, he, he obviously thought he was doing the right thing yeah I, mean, I suppose that makes sense doesn't it I, I always quite liked Graham Taylor I don't know if you remember when uh, can you remember Sky won the, the match that happened in the sort of the early yes. 2000-ish I thought he was he was really good at that in terms that he threw himself into the the role of you know managing these underdogs and, and giving it 100 percent really he could, he could have just dialed it in and just you know turned up and d- done very little with it. Yeah, as I remember that get those that that game was actually really a lot closer than everyone thought it was going to be. Wasn't it the uh, the, yeah. the celebrities the should the ex pros nearly they nearly took them um, nearly, nearly took them all the way didn't they? But I think they scored late. I think. Uh, well, I think Jonathan Wilkes sort of fluked across in, which 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 equalised, right. yeah. and, and then Ali McCoy scored from the kick off more or less. But if I remember rightly, anyway. But that was that was good, and then they kind of overdid it and it went away. But if they brought that back, I wouldn't be upset. I think that that's the type of thing we want. It's uh, fo- football, but not too serious. And, and I think at the minute. I mean, again, without turning this into a rant about current football, everything's super serious, and everything's like you know, everything's offside by a toenail or not. You know, it's very, it's very, it's very rigid at the minute. The sport, like it's, it's all very, very rule, rule orientated, and it's kind of got away from the fun it used to be. Exactly, and those things you've mentioned have just made a lot of people happy about it as well. So it's you like said that the fun element has been taken out of football these days, and um, yeah, you just you, you just don't that they can. I don't know, learn from the mistakes with some of it, but you don't know. 
Yeah, do you think it's, think it's too far gone? Like, what, what would get you back into in the current football? I, I'd like to think that the the, the turning. I mean, I, I remember joining the actual World Cup in 2018. The v, VAR wasn't that bad. Mm, the, you know, know. It, the, the, there were certainly no stupid offsides for, like I said, toenails or hairs on knees or anything like that. It was, um, it was, it was the ref going to the side of the pitch, having another look, and then given a decision or not. And, in that, and it, that happened, what, maybe twice, three times a, game, a day? It, it was actually quite exciting, but with everything that... It seems like they took the look at everything now, um, you know, and you, don't, you just don't know what's coming next, which is... Yeah, it's, it, when you're seeing people not knowing whether to celebrate goals, ah, it's, no. not football, it's not as a... I mean, to take us back to, to while we're here, the, uh, if you think back to um, to challenge at Manchester, it was bad enough when you'd concede a goal... Um, Sorry, you'd score a goal and it would get, get ruled out straight away because of the old uh, the referee spotted infringement. That was hard to take. But yeah. when when you've celebrated a goal now, and of course it gets ruled out, then it's uh, it's, it's 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 that yeah. same feeling, isn't it? It's, uh... Yeah, that's the, to be honest, Dave. I still find that hard to take now. You just got to hold on for a second. You just say kick, as soon as you see kick off, you're all right. <laughs> it's inferior, isn't it? It's just uh, yeah. you just you just don't see it coming. Um, I uh, I asked you before we came on if you could put together a, a five-a-side team of championship manager yeah. players. Have you uh, have you managed? Have you have you succeeded? Yes, I have. I mean, I, I'm not sure if you're going to be a bit disappointed with the fact that I mean, it's, it, this is all simply from that seven ninety eight as well, and I've I've gone for um, a, a mixture of developing players that, that if you get them early on. That can that can really take you to the top, sort of thing. So, um, so I've gone. I, I, when you say five, we're having a keeper and four outfield players. If you want, some people haven't, some people have. If you want to play a rush keeper? I'm fine. It's uh, it's entirely up well, to you. I quite, I, I quite the keeper's a bit of an anomaly, like so. I'll, I'll, I'll keep the keeper. All right. Um, it's the keeper. It, it's um, a player called Roger Freestone. All right, uh, Swan- Swansea, I want to say. That's correct, yeah. And oh. he always is. It starts at Swansea, but he always ends up coming on free transfer at the end of that season. Um, and if you sign him, I, a lot of times when I've signed for lower league clubs, you can go through. You know, as you go through the league, you tend to you start looking at average ratings, and oh, I could probably get rid of him and get someone else in for the next season and stuff like that. But with Freestone, that you you can't get rid of him. He's, he, <laughs> his average rating is it gets towards eight every season. Um, and as as you, as you know, it's 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 hard for a keeper to get, especially if you're not doing very well. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I had one game where um, he 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 had the best average rating and won PFA Player of the Year for four seasons in a row. Wow! Which, which yeah, I, I will, and and this is I, I can barely remember him as a player when I was a kid. No, I certainly um, can't. No. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so it's it's just uh, every time now, even if I start a new game now, I'll I'll, I'll look to get him because he just. He's one of the best keepers on the game, <laughs> for oh. what I've seen. Yeah, no, it's, it's, certainly the evidence seems to stack up for him. So that's a that's a, that's a nice, uh, it's a niche CM player. I like that. It's a good start. Who have you got? Yeah, to, who have you there's got a couple. More, there's a couple more niche ones, Dave. I want. Oh, that's good. That's um, good. Uh, but one of me, I'll have two defenders. Um, one of my defenders is uh, Richard Rufus. Oh yes, great choice. Yeah, he he, he always seems to every game. Um, like I say, if I if I some if I do end up um, playing with a Premier League side, I'll, I will try and sign him. Um, and he's, he costs at least four million, which is quite a lot back in those, those days. But he's worth the money. And um, another one with an average rating easily over seven and a half 
every you know every season. I, I, most games I've seen him on, he ends up being England captain as well. Um, so so yeah, yeah so he, he's he's one of them. He's a, a really good. But I think I don't think he's actual. Um, in, in real life, he fulfilled his potential that much, really. But um, but on, on that game, he's brilliant. No, he's he's outstanding. He's uh, he's what I call one of the one of the default Premier League signings. Where if you if you if you if you don't sign him, someone like a Chelsea will or another Premier League club will will pick him up because he's he's that good. So yeah, it's a great choice. Um, and the other defender is um, you know Andrew Duncan. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. The uh, young young centre half who starts at Man United. Um, he's one of the best loan signings for a lower league club you can get. Yeah. He, he, you know the, the matches he gets from centre half, um, and he, he, he matures with the game as the game gets older and he gets older. He he, he him himself he'll he'll end up leaving Man United and he'll sign for a team like um, like Leicester or Norwich, and then and then he'll sign for one of the big boys in the end. And he, he seems to just grow. With the game, which is it's quite it's quite satisfying to see if you know if you've had him as a lower league side. Um, so yeah, he's yeah he's, he's another one I always look out for, Duncan. Yeah, he's um he's he's, he's a minus one potential, which just means he he will get better and better the more he plays. Yeah, and uh, people love him because when the game got patched, uh, he got released from Man United, so he's available on a free from the very start. So he's one of the uh, one of the iconic free transfers. Him and. Uh, Graham Tomlinson. There's a few. A few oh yeah, yeah. Another few, one I always try and look out for. A yeah. few uh, Man United youth players who are all stacked as, as these sort of wonder kids, and if you can get them for nothing, then all the better. So. Yeah. Um, pick. That's, uh, I've got uh, mi- midfielder is Bobby Petter. Oh right, okay. Um, who have, he starts at, starts at Ipswich uh, on the game, but um, you can sort of sign him wherever you are. In, he, he doesn't seem fussed about dropping down a few divisions, and then he just—I I, can't—he's he's a bit like Freestone. I can't get rid of him. You know, <laughs> like I can't get better than him. So he—he he, he keeps um, as he goes through the leagues. Um, I can't find a better attacking midfield centre at all. I just—he he, just—I'm always trying to look to improve, but I can't improve him. <laughs> like it's—it's—he's—he sort of gets to the pinnacle of it. I, you know, he could. If you sign him for Man United, he'll do he'll do, he'll do a job, um, and it, yeah, he's, he, he, that's that's one I've actually found out as I've played the game when I'm older as well. I didn't really at the time remember doing that much with with Petter, but it's it's one I found out later on. No, I, I can't I can't recall using him that often. I, I've had him on um, on a one or two when he's at Celtic and he's unbelievable. So maybe yeah. it's, just, it's just been one of those things where people have always rated Bobby Petter. I've just never realised it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's it, it, yeah, it, 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 it's sort of frustrating because I do want to, you know, as I get as I get as I get more money in the bank, I, I get high up the league, and I do want to sign, you know, star players, but I, I can't get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too ingrained in your in your philosophy of football. He's got to be there. Yeah, yeah, I, I look at average ratings far too much, and if if, if, the, if you know if if, if the doing well I don't I, I get too loyal well it's, it's the best barometer isn't it like it's pretty much the only barometer in that game so yeah, you're, you've, yeah. Got, you've got to stick by it haven't you um, and my striker is uh, you know David Connolly oh yes uh, is it um, Feyenoord I think yeah starts at Feyenoord always seems to go to the Premier League within a season mm. um, and uh, yeah and, and the amount of times I've seen him top scorer uh, Premier League top scorer uh, season after season uh, and he goes, his value increases massively. He ends up being like 13, 14 million on some games I've seen. Wow. Um, so he sort of, he'll sign for someone like Newcastle, actually. 
um, who like chucking money about on that game. And I it, do. He, he, uh, yeah, he, he always he always seems to just like be better than any sort of English striker. Um, and his his record for Ireland is one of those where you know like he he's, 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 he seems to have more goals than appearances. <laughs> Every time, every time I click on his name, it's it's, it's like that. I think it's, um, I think it's a surefire thing in those days. If if you had a like a, a British or in this case Irish player who was abroad, they just assumed he was going to be an absolute world beater because why else would they end up playing abroad? Like there must there must have been that sort of philosophy about it. Where if he's gone abroad, he must be good. Yeah, I've always thought you know when you search um, for players as well, you know the. Um, uh, home players abroad. Oh yes, yeah. I've always thought that it's like a bit of a. It's encouraging you to do it because it's not something I'd have. It's not a real category I would have thought of before. But oh. it's like, look, look at these. You know, these these English players that are abroad, or, or you say British players abroad. You know, and it's it, it, and like you say, a lot of them do tear it up in foreign leagues. Yeah, that's a fair point. Actually, I never thought of it like that, but I guess it, it's not the type of thing you would search, was it? You wouldn't go well. Find me these English people who aren't in the in, in their home league. Like it's, no, it's just no. It's, it's yeah. You just, it's not. It's not how. It's not how you. It's, it's not the normal way to search for players. No, it's not. Um, all right. Well, I never thought about that, but yeah, it's a fair point. But I um, I like that. It's it's a very it's a very it's a very championship manager team. It's uh, it's it's quite niche, and I'm uh, I'm all for it. So, good choices. Oh, good, good. I was I was, I was a bit worried. You might think you were a bit boring with no, no real big money side. <coughs> No, I think uh, the, the more niche they are, the better in this game. I think uh, if if you came on and said, you know, Schmeichel, Ronaldo, Roy Keane, um, Maldini, you know, that could have been any game. But, but with this, we we, we know they're champion ninety seven, ninety eight. So that's uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's good enough for me. Um, Stuart, I didn't talk to you all night about the past, but uh, we're coming up towards half an hour. So, what is there anything you got coming up that you want to plug, or where can people find you, your, your work otherwise? Um, well, I've, um, I will have some articles. I've, I've got a couple of articles planned uh, before the Euros, um, looking back on certain things. Um, but I've not. I've not. They're going to be starting in the next couple of weeks. But um, but yeah, my uh, my website is just simply stewsfootballflashbacks dot com. Um, on Twitter at stewsfootyflash. Um, also a Facebook page as well. But it's, it's don't have as many followers as me Twitter, so I don't really tend to. Not that much, but yeah, that, yeah, that me, uh, that, that's how you can get hold of me, mate. Brilliant. Well, I'm sure people will do that following this. I say, if you if you're a big fan of old football or just all sorts of things from football's past, Stu's your man. So get on that. And uh, Stu, thanks again for joining us. It's been been a great chat. Been a pleasure, Dave. Thank you. So thanks to Stu for that chat. Um, obviously, always great to talk about the past. It's what we what we enjoy. Um, in some cases, it's all we've got to look forward to. Certainly, <laughs> certainly with, um, with with my line of football. So, um, thank you very much, Stu, for, for that. I thoroughly enjoyed our chat. Yeah, brilliant. I'm just looking at your Twitter page now. The, the main first uh, video is about Des Lynham and this picture of El Tel there with his England shirt on. And yeah, great stuff. We'll be digging into that Twitter profile. Oh, I mean, it's one of those things where you kind of wish you could set notifications. Well, you can set notifications. Up. I wish I had set notifications up, but then every time. Mm. Stu dug something out. Um, I'd be immediately notified of it because it's. He's, I'm astounded by some of the things people find. Um, yeah, you know, it must be hours of research goes into these things. Yeah, a lot, a lot of work. So thank you very much for joining us on the show, mate, or joining Dave at least. Um, I hope people enjoyed listening to it. What have we got up next? 
Uh, so next, uh, we'll be chatting to to Nick Rue, um, I say who's the sort of the chairman, if you like, of, uh, of our Champions mm -hmm. League manager, um, and and he'd be with uh, Rob Tate, who is in the in the uh, Champions League manager alongside you and I. Um, yeah, I've, I've got Milan ninety four, which I'm I'm okay with. You've got Man United ninety nine. <laughs> You're probably less all right with. Yeah, when that was drawn, I, I did, it, it smelled like a fix to me. But um, it's it's not a bad draw. It's awful to think that as a Leeds fan. But they're a very good attacking team. They've got Schmeichel in goal. I mean, yeah, Sam's fantastic. But Roddy Johnson's a little bit of a slight liability. I've considered a lot of goals so far in the first kind of games we've played. But I've got an abundance of strikers to choose from. I can't ever pick the same two because there's so many to pick. I know you're spoiled for choice, really, aren't you? Oh, yeah. um, I mean, you've got like Eric Neverland, who probably can't even get on the bench. <laughs> lo lo logically, would be nowhere near the team, but we all yeah. know what, how good Eric Neverland is, and we really want to come on this podcast. So, yeah. if, if, if I mean, if you want to spam Eric Neverland, I'm not going to encourage that, but, <laughs> but just tell yeah. him, just tell him we want to hear from you, Eric. Yeah, I, we would love to get him on there, or any of the main like 99 team if it <laughs> comes to it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I hear Ryan Giggs is not very busy at the moment. So. <laughs> Roy Keane would love it. Let's get Roy Keane on there. I bet he's a big fan of podcasts. <laughs> I can imagine Roy Keane would despise our level of content. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's the 10 teams that won the Champions League between 91 and 01, I think it is. Uh, yes, with, um, I think, is it Real Madrid won twice in there? Yeah. So, so, someone won twice, so they only have one entry, so it goes over to, to 01. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's been a lot of fun. Um Obviously, we'll, we'll talk about it very soon. Um, the, the other part of the of the chat with them is we conduct the draw for the 2021 CM Cup. Through um, Rob Tate is the is the, the reigning champion there, so he helped us out with the draw. Um, we, we're just copying the same format as last year, which is uh, which is four groups. No, it's not. It's six groups of four. Sorry, yeah. apologies. Um, which is just the Euro 2020, 21, whatever you want to call it, um, format. So. Um, I don't have to do make a new spreadsheet. I can just <laughs> find and replace the team names. Um, nice. The theme of this year is total equality. So everyone's squad is made up of the same overall ability. So um, we've got, everyone's got two goalkeepers, five defenders, five midfielders, and three attackers from the, if you want to call it the top shelf. So we basically sort the database by ability and took the best from those positions. Right. Uh, and then everyone got a speciality, which is someone who kind of reminds me of, of you or has something to do with you. So, for example, Ross, you're nice. Tony, Tony Yeboah. Yeah, I um, love it. Who, as I understand it, adorns your desk in Corinthian format. Uh, where is he? He's not. He, he's, my daughter's been playing in my room. He's here somewhere, though. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like we say, your daughter's been playing in the room. Like he's, in like he's in like Barbie's dream house, just sat, sat at the table. Probably is, to be honest, yeah. She's stolen him, but yeah, he's around somewhere. I've also got the Yeboah mug from the, uh, the green and blue stripe kit as well. Oh, lovely. lovely. Yeah. So that's the, you know, that's the level of intellect we've got here. Um, very... Who is Glenn Pennyfeather? He's also on my score. Glenn Pennyfather is, um, I don't remember the Mulhouse save, but Glenn Pennyfather yes. was, the, was the free sign they made in the first season, who oh, is like 34, he's, a, like a, right. he's like a left winger. Okay. He, um, I kept making the same joke, that he like, turned up a train on like a Pennyfather and just and wore, like, yeah, a top hat, wore, like, wore like a top hat and tails. Um, and he, he falls into the, into the veteran category. So after nice. the special, everyone got three veterans who are like 34 plus or something. Okay. Um, a pundit, so someone who's on, on your tellies today. Yep. Uh, and then a, a leveler, which is basically I needed uh, one more position to make everyone up to the same uh, the same uh, right. overall number. Now, 
these are you these are mostly filler players. Yeah. You've actually got one of the better ones in John Salako. John Salako. What's his is he a forward right on this? He's a forward left center. Forward left center. All right, um, okay. Interesting. Um I mean, won't help you, but you could have surprisingly high um, potential if you if you get him in. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah, so. I've got a very, I've got a very German feel to my team. You have, and it, that's German core. It's, it's entirely random. Um, yeah, because it was just basically the way of picking, without being boring everyone to teams. Basically, sign put everyone in order, mm. um, drew the names out of the hat who went first. So whoever it was got the highest rated goalkeeper. They, they therefore got like the, the, the last pick on the next position. And it right, went, yeah. And it went through a lot. So it was kind of draft, like, a, yeah. like, like a weighted average all the way through. Oh, nice. Um, so it was, you know, purely coincidental who got who, um, other than the specialities, which I say were hand-picked. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I like so, my team. It's good. It's an interesting mix. I'm also reunited with um, Jamina, who was part of my uh, cup win in uh, 19. It was 19? Um, I think it was. I can't remember. Yeah. He played on my... Uh, my cup winning my cup winning team then so I'm happy with that to yeah, get him back. I mean looking at your squad here, um, you know, you've got Fowler who obviously yep. very, very good. Um Struns, Hassler, Heinrich, um Thomas Mateus. Hassler was like he was my player at World Cup it must have been ninety, Italia ninety. With that German kit with the, the, the oh, flag yeah. going across. I actually he was like my favourite player at that World Cup. I've no idea why. But... Oh well, why not? Yeah. Delighted to have him. Good good player. Um, yeah. you've got Jürgen Kohler. Christian Verns. Uh, I'm assuming Martin Wagner is German. He sounds. <laughs> he should be. Yeah, um, but then uh, even outside of your Germans, you've got um, Martin Jatel, um Frank Vallat, who's yeah. pretty handy. I mean, to be, to be fair, there's no bad players in the in the. Yeah, exactly. In, in, it's in just something that's more like um, bigger name value, yes. I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, if the players are all exactly the same rated, it's it's going to be a really interesting competition. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's um, it's going to be a bit different. I mean, obviously, you know, people will have their own formations and things. I know Nikolai is already plotting. And he's oh, God, he's in the league, isn't he? He's in the car. He, he is, but he doesn't have three defensive midfielders. So he's, <laughs> <laughs> so he's uh, he'll be hard at work um, figuring that out. <laughs> yeah, wow. I'm terrified. <laughs> he's got John Newsom as a specialty. What a player. He loves John Newsom. Does he? Uh, he does. He um, he. Did an experiment where he put John Newsom at Barcelona. Um, <laughs> and he's, I mean, as you'd expect, he averaged quite highly. So. <laughs> That's insane. I remember him winning the league with Leeds in 91, 19. So always have a, a soft spot for John Newsom. So nice to see him up here with the big boys. <laughs> uh, but right, let's get into that chat anyway. Let's let's hear from uh, Nick and Rob uh, and hear the draw. So I'm joined now by two guests. We've got two guests at the price of one. First and foremost, we've got Nick, who's a returning guest. Nick, how are you? Hello, very good. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for coming on again. Um, no worries. Joining myself and Nick is the reigning CM Cup champion, Rob, the Tate and Tate. Rob, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Thanks for coming on, Rob. And uh, as we always ask any, any first-time guest, um, can you tell us your earliest CM memory, please? Uh, CM2 was the first game I owned and I suppose finding Neil Lennon as an attacking midfielder who could just score so many goals was just uh, probably that one and Scott Scott Lindsay the 89 year old right back was my <laughs> favourite one yeah we had, had good fun with Scott Lindsay in the uh, in the, in the challenges we ran yes. during yeah, lockdown um, and fair play to the people who captain for England as well during Euro 96 <laughs> going beyond the call of duty um the agenda for, for you two today is twofold. Um, firstly, we're going to talk about Nick's latest venture, which he's kindly got us all involved in. 
um, which, which is Champions League manager. And then later on, we're going to draw the 2021 CM Cup. And who better to do that than the reigning champ? And, uh, and I said, Nick, who, who's uh, done a lot of work on, on Champions League manager. So um, we'll crack on with, with Champions League manager to begin with, Nick. So what was the, I suppose, can you tell us what this is all about? And, and what was your, your thoughts behind setting this all up? Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people be familiar with the, the classic squads that I was doing well probably about for about the last 12 months and uh, you know they were very very well received and everything um, but I just couldn't couldn't find the time to keep doing them unfortunately I had a new job and another little kitty on the way but um, so I got knocked on the head but then as a result of that I did have a lot of people message me saying you know have you got the database because I actually thought they were proper screenshots from the game because they looked so realistic <laughs> which was quite a compliment but um, and then I thought, well, you know, could I actually make a league out of some of these teams? You know, quite a lot of the players are actually on the database, so that's kind of where the idea came from. And initially, I was going to, you know, just do ten teams in in the league, and then just manage one myself, i.e., United, probably being a United fan, um, and 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 blog it really. But then I sort of had the idea um, of maybe you know, as it was locked down and everything, getting more people involved and giving everyone a team each. And I think it was that same night when myself and Andrew both messaged you, wasn't it, Dave, by yeah. coincidence, um, that it was kind of born out of that, really. We, we came up with the idea, um, got the whole of the blog squad involved. And, yeah, I mean, each of us have got um, a European Cup winning side. So, I mean, going through the teams quickly, we've got, Red Star, Belgrade 91, which is Rob's team. And we've got uh, Barcelona 92, which is Philip. Um, Marseille 93 is Zach. Milan 94 is you, Dave. Ajax 95 is Dean. Juventus 96 is Matt. Dortmund 97 is Nathan. Real Madrid 98 is me. Man United 99 is Ross. And then we've got Bayern Munich 01, which is Andrew. So, uh, yeah, we've all, all got a classic squad to manage there and just really case of seeing who comes out on top, really. It's been, been really good so far. I've enjoyed it. It's been brilliant, to be honest. And uh, so we, we meet every Tuesday to, to play the fixtures and then you obviously write them up and put the recording on, on the YouTube things, which is which is great. And uh, the teams, I mean, we've had some absolutely chaotic matches. Um, <laughs> it's been I mean, unreal, isn't it? I, I mean, yeah. it, it kind of doesn't help that... Uh, we, we, we're all aware of the various hacks in the game now to sort of, I wouldn't say break the match engine, but but certainly utilise the, the best ways to score goals in the game anyway. Um, as when, you, when you mix in, you know, 10 quality teams um, and some, some iffy goalkeeping, it's... Uh, we, yeah, yeah, dirty goalkeeping. It's very rare that a game has less than maybe three or four goals. So uh, it's very good, uh, even, yeah. even for the neutral. It's been... It's been a bloodbath so far, to be honest, and it just goals, red cards, just the lot, really. <laughs> well, it has, and it's also been it's been good fun as a, you know, I sometimes feel like I've done all there is to do on this game, but when you put these formations, which we've kind of decided are the game breakers up against each other, um, <laughs> weird and wonderful things happen. Like you know, I mean, I think my first game, I was stuck with a tried and trusted uh, two three one two two and got absolutely stuffed. I think it was seven or eight two. I think in the end. Yeah, it's um, one, of, one of my few I, one of my few victories is against you actually. It was, yeah. <laughs> and, and now you're flying. <laughs> well, since I moved to it, the, the the formation, which uh, which brought you some some success last yep. uh, last year, um, it seems like you, it's kind of a bit of a like a bread and butter formation, isn't it? Like it's it, it's very solid. It doesn't score as many goals as the as the two three one, but uh, 
it, uh, yeah. it, it has its it has its pluses. And Rob, I mean, you got you got Belgrade, which I. <laughs> I kind of thought it kind of was the, the probably the worst draw to get. Um, not necessarily in terms of ability, but in terms of you know familiarity with, with a lot of the players. It just isn't really there, is it? But we do have some uh, some players who we'll know about. Do you want to talk us through some of the some of the better players in your squad? Yeah, so uh, it was well, yeah as you said when the draw came through and I got Red Star, I was a little bit disappointed because uh, Finidi George is a particular favourite of mine, so I was hoping to get a Ajax. But then I sort of I thought well I better research them and. Um, I, I said I didn't really remember uh, that Champions League final. I remembered that they'd won. Um, started looking them up, and their striker uh, Panchev has nicknamed the Cobra. And I thought anyone, you know, you've got someone called the Cobra playing up front, so he's pretty good. And then um, Savicevic, who then went on to play for Milan, him and uh, him and the Cobra are, are sort of like best friends, and apparently both say that they really enjoyed playing with each other like the most out of anyone they've played with. Um, and I think there's a guy at the back called Beledici, who's the only non-Yugoslav when they were from Yugoslavia in the squad. Um, he's Romanian and he came from Stoy Bucharest and he's actually also, he already won the European Cup, I think, with Stoy Bucharest before he won it with Red Star. But he was nicknamed the Deer because he's a, apparently so elegant in defence. They didn't have many others with great nicknames, but um, I might start making some that aren't as aren't as favourable based on their performances so far. Well, who's, who's the one I found last night? Was it the skunk? Um, uh, the skunk, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't remember how this came out, but there was some sort of post, which it was like a Twitter post, which had the Belgrade squad on there. And uh, one of the players had pointed out, but his Twitter picture was a skunk. So he now, he now will be the skunk forevermore, I think. <laughs> I, think his, I think his name was Rada Savage or something. I can't remember. But... Yeah, something like that, yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah, I think you've also, have you got Mihailovic and, and Jugovic? I think they were the only other two I could... I could yeah, I've got Mihailovic, yeah. Um, free kick, I watched all of his um, free kick goals on YouTube when I was, as I sort of went down a YouTube hole while I was doing some research and well, spent I mean, 12 minutes watching 75 free kick goals or something. It's quite exciting. He's the defender Roberto Carlos wanted to be, as I understand it. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Like I say, I mean, I think I got Milan, which is a, it's a it's a very good draw. I can't deny that. Um, Papin in particular is. I mean, he's very good in, in the normal game, but surrounded by. Um, I think you must have made him a couple of years younger. Is that right, Nick? Yeah, I believe so. Um, I think with Milan, yeah. So we, we were in '97, so they've all become what three years younger. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, he's I, like I, adjust, isn't he, Papa? No. On your, yeah, on I just uh, adjusted all the ages to what they were when they uh, when they won the actual Champions League. So, in theory, they're all in their prime. But yeah, Papan's twenty nine. Looking at his profile, well, he's been pretty brilliant for me. Um, yeah, yeah. He's, he's about the only one who has been. So, he's, he's <laughs> you've got you've got Panucci as well, Dave. He's like. He's my go-to right back on the game. He's, I always go for Panucci. He's just a boy. Yeah, you nicked him off me. Nah, now he's been now he's been put back three years. He's what twenty-one or something. So he's uh, yeah. He hasn't got any of the, the old habits yet. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so Nick, yeah. I mean, obviously it's been running. We've I think we recorded episode five on Tuesday night. Is that right? Yeah, fifth one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What What are your early thoughts on who, who's who's going to win it? Because, I mean. Without spoiling this week's results, I don't know how long it'll be before this goes out. But uh, yeah, an unbeaten run has ended, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, um, I think I think my money still was Ross, to be honest, and Man United. Um, I think they're going to be 
going to be top come the end. But um, I think they'll be pushed by um, by Juventus because I mean we did we all had the database didn't we before we we started um, just to have a little bit of a practice and generally in all the all the test saves that I did it was Juve or United. But I mean Zach's Marseille always did well. Um, in those, which is why I sort of tip them as as dark horses, because they've actually got quite a decent side, to be honest, with the with the likes of Desai, Deschamps, um, Voller, <laughs> Zach, will, Voller. Zach will love that. Voller getting a mention, <laughs> and Bartes uh, <laughs> in goal, um, Boxic up front as well, and then you know Anglomar's a pretty handy right back. So they've got some really good players in there. Actually, so it's not really a surprise that they're doing all right. No, I mean, um, there's, no, there's no there's no poor teams in there really. I know we've we've said Belgrade are probably the, the one we know the least about, but there's there's some. Exceptional I suppose teams they've got there. they've probably got the fewest players who are actually were in the in the database. So they've got you know, and they're yeah they're the old they're the oldest compared to everyone else because they it was the longest time ago. Yeah, I guess yeah, that was. that was the thing. So, sorry, Dave. No, you go on, mate. You'll know more about the nation. I was going to say that that was the thing. I mean. With this, I didn't really want to go down the route of creating loads of players, so I tried to, you know, just use players that were on the database, just because I thought it would be a, a truer reflection of, you know, the team abilities and that. Because if you start just putting players in with random stats and everything, you're not going to get a very fair sort of reflection. I mean, I, I couldn't do it with all of them. There were a few that I had to put in, but where I could, I grabbed the stats from like older games. I mean, you were quite kind, Dave, to send me the the older database weren't you so I nabbed a few players from that one um a couple, couple of Zach's ones I think um but yeah on, I mean on the whole Red Star was probably the hardest one to do because like you said it was it was quite an old team um but I could have gone two ways with it really I mean Real Madrid won it in 2000 but I didn't really want two Real Madrid teams in there because yeah. you know they shared a lot of the same players so I, I was either going to go Red Star or I was going to go Porto Oh, four, I think, possibly, because <laughs> quite a lot of their players are on it as well. So, but I, I think Red Star just edged it. Oh, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you picked Red Star for us. Yeah, I quite, <laughs> I quite enjoy the, I quite enjoy the ups and downs of managing them. It's quite entertaining. Yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been a good laugh. I mean, also in, you know, with lockdown and that going on, it's just been nice to just get together every Tuesday. You know, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting like everybody to attend every week, but I've been, you know, I've been pleasantly surprised really that everyone's been turning up most weeks and it's been, it's been a good laugh, hasn't it really? That's been, it's been great fun. And, uh, I say, it's, uh, it's a shame we kind of get even more on really, but, uh, What's the, I mean, what's the game about a limit of 16 at a time? So <laughs> I think it's 16. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not really, I mean, I don't know what Belgium, because don't know what Belgium's like or anything, but whether we could. I don't think any any of the leagues have got 16 in them, have they? No, I think Belgium's got 18, you're right. Um, uh, 18, is it? But uh, still, I mean, I think with 10, it, it's, it's great, isn't it? And, uh, yeah, it's been good, yeah. Really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, it's been good. I guess that's Even though I'm still yet to win a game. Oh, Nick, <laughs> your time will come. Yeah, you'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> it is ironic, though. Um, but, uh, I just couldn't believe it. Real Madrid actually had two sets of champions in that decade, and they can't win a game between them. No, <laughs> so it's unreal to be honest. But then they say the strongest teams at the bottom, don't they? Holding all the others up. So I'll, right. I'll cling on to that. I mean, <laughs> would you rather be in the opposition or on Nathan's? So Nathan's Dortmund team, probably oh, yeah. the unluckiest team 
Gorn in that every week there is at least one injury and at least one red card. So now even yeah. I'm just even in training, I think Sam has just broke a leg for Yeah. Just, just for the sake of it, really, just just cause. I look at I mean, I've got it here in front of me now. I've just gone on his squad and he's got six injuries for the next match. Bear, uh, bearing in mind for anyone who hasn't seen these, the squads aren't you know full thirty-two man squads. I think we've got maybe twenty-five. Twenty-three. Twenty-three in each. It was yeah. yeah. yeah so it's, you know it's a healthy number. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cup number, but uh, six yeah. is going to deplete anybody's squad. So. Yeah. Yeah, the thing it started off. Matt Matt was uh, the unlucky one to begin with. He had loads out, but it's kind of like gone around a bit, and it's just nascent at the minute. No doubt we'll all have our turn eventually with injuries, but. Um, that was another thing I, I didn't want to do either. Obviously, some of these clubs, you know, some players played for more than one of them. So, you know, some players have been robbed off, you know, like you robbed Panucci off me, Dave, and I think I lost Sadorf as well to Dean. So, basically, I just went with the team that they played for first. So, I, you know, Deschamps is at Juve, uh, Desai is at Marseille. Sorry, no, Deschamps is at Marseille as well and, and so yeah. on. So on and so forth. Yeah, I think, I think you did the right thing doing it that way. It would have been a bit farcical if it started, you know, duplicating players and things. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it was definitely. The yeah, right it's a little extra dimension, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Losing out, losing out on some of your good players because they actually played for another Champions League winning team first. It's quite, it's quite nice. Yeah. And then you had, you had Deschamps, who was subject of a was it a fourteen million pound thirty and a half or something bid last night? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was yeah. unreal, wasn't it? I, mean, I know he's, I know he's good, but I mean that's absolutely savage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to see how old he is. Actually, he is. Yeah, he's only 23 on this, so he's uh, what four years younger than what he is on the game. It's very rare to see a computer bid for a player that high. Um, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not like Shearer or Fowler who normally go for a round yeah. that. Or Alfonso. Alfonso, <laughs> yeah. But for, for a holding mid, that's a, it's a scandalous price. That. <laughs> Well, I suppose maybe they've been reading that Nikolai plays three defensive mids, and therefore they become yeah. they become a hot commodity, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, words getting around. That's exactly it. I was going to say earlier, Nick, you could uh, book yourself in for a meeting with Nikolai and uh, maybe get some tactical sort of like new tactic that he's come up with. He's always got new. I think, I think I've got to do something to be honest, because it's getting uh, every oh. week that goes by now. It's uh, I'm panicking more. The oh. board are going to be on my back before long. Well, Nikolai Nick, Nick, can be your big run, where he comes in as like this uh, this oversight. <laughs> then before before long, like Sean said, Ledger or the equivalent of is, is booting off about it. That's a very niche reference. Anyone who watched Big Run Manager in the, the mid two thousands. Yeah, it's just some. Sorry, go oh, on. you go on. It's fine. No, I was just going to say something. Something's got to be done because it's just appalling, quite frankly, I so mean, far. So I mean, it can, I, can only I, get better. Hypothetically, if you and Nathan lose your jobs, would you swap? I think that's probably. Mm, no, I think I think, I think I'd stick. I, yeah, I'd, I'm determined to try and get something out of this team because it, it's annoying. Because in my in my Basque boys save, you know, Real Madrid are like ridiculously good, and they hardly ever lose. But in this, you know, I mean, we've got slightly better opposition, to be fair, but. I know it's a, it's a bit it's a bit like you know the whole Paul Scholes thing where like when the computer has them and they play like a flat four four two and Paul Scholes gets forty five goals in a season you think yeah how has that happened and when you actually manage him and he's got a like pace of ten it doesn't really suit suit the, the formations we have we we found that work so it's uh, yeah it's very odd I've got yeah, him, I've got him working behind the front two before Paul Scholes like he's 
yeah, in the in the what is it the two three one two two as one of the two behind the front two. I've got him playing pretty well there before. I think that's where I had him with um, the Mulhouse save when I had it. I got the England job towards the end. I think I had him and Tom Young's behind the striker. Now, I don't know if anyone's seen Andrew's um, latest invention today, which is the, the the database editor. But he's discovered. Oh yeah, so forward centre yeah. isn't the same for every forward centre. That makes sense. Like yeah, it's it's something to do with the if they've got like an attribute to the for the sides as well, isn't it? Because some of them some of them can play the holding the one behind the striker and some can't. Yeah, it's um, I mean, I won't spoil the whole blog post, but if you if you look on the on the site under Andrew's under under Andrew's uh, under recent blog, you'll see there's a downloadable database uh, editor now, and within that there's like a team comparison where basically every player's in there and you can pop them in and see how they compare to others. So, um, yeah, just, brilliant. Just, just when you think you've seen everything, like someone, someone yeah, so someone comes up with yeah, well worth a, well worth a look. That is definitely. Um, so the other reason I've got you two here tonight is for the um, next instalment of the CM Cup. So this is going to be our fifth iteration of the CM Cup. We started off in uh, in 2018 for the 20th anniversary, which was just an eight-man tournament, and we've kind of gone above and beyond every year. Um, when we're running another 24-man tournament this year, and the theme in this year, in this year's Cup is that. Uh, we have got 24 squads which have the same overall ability. Um, so those squads are made up of 21 players. Each squad has two goalkeepers, five defenders, five midfielders, three attackers, um, a speciality, uh, which is someone specific to you, um, which we'll go into later on. Then we've got three veterans, a pundit, and a leveller, which is basically an extra player I needed to make you all get to the same overall ability at the end. So they're, they're mostly around the same kind of rating, but um, you probably won't be playing them, put it that way. <laughs> well, if it's Scott Lindsay, I might. <laughs> you haven't got Scott Lindsay. Um, <laughs> and Rob, would you like to know who your speciality is? Oh, I'd love to, yeah. You got Leandro, the forward from Sporting Lisbon. Oh, I like him. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what I thought. Uh, yeah, I think he's that far. I think Rob had him on this save, the, presumably the old Brazilian save. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I had him. He he started actually playing on that one, and then the all Brazilian team got built around him. That's it. Yeah, I knew I knew, I knew we had a history in there somewhere. So you and him can renew acquaintances. Um, Nick, yeah, he's pre- he's pretty good actually. He is. Good. I think he's got. Um, I can tell you was rating. His ability is one sixty, which is uh, which is yeah. pretty top end. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I mean, if you compare that to Dave Matheson, who's got Bill Barrett, whose uh, specialty is nice. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, I think you got the better deal there, Rob. Sweet yeah, I feel like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick, can you guess who you've got? Oh, it could be anyone, couldn't it? No, go on. It's your best friend, Martin Roycer. Oh, you, that's, that can't be a fluke. You must, have, you must have chose him for me. Oh, yeah, everyone's specialty was, was picked. Um, oh, that's brilliant. So I'm well happy with that. I knew you'd be happy with that, so... Um, I mean, Zach's, Zach's got Didier Deschamps, so you know. But <laughs> so obviously, I mean, if, if some of these players are really good. So, for example, Deschamps is one seven six. So the rest of Zach's squad is not well. Not all the positions are as, as good as that. If you know what I mean. So it always comes yeah. out as the same yeah. overall, overall value. So um, that sounds good. Yeah. So it'll be quite interesting to see how it plays out. Um, I mean, I'll give you some of your highlights. So Nick, you've got, and the rest of the squads were all totally randomised. Um, so Nick, you've got Paluka in net. You've got Danny Blind, Gary Neville, David Beckham, um, Luke Nillis, 
John Aldridge, Tim Sherwood, um, Peter Fear, he was your leveler. Um, <laughs> uh, and Rob, your highlights are um, Tony Pratt's in goal. That's a highlight. I don't know. Oh, nice. Um, Takanadi from Juventus. Um, oh. You've got Dibiagio, Miatovic, and um, Tino Espria, Oliver Bayer. Oh, yeah. Um, your veterans are Peter Baisley, Mickey Adams, and Nigel Worthing. Oh, I'll take that as well. And then you pun it as Michael Brown. <laughs> and you've got someone else who's your level who I've never heard of, but he was just in there to make the average up. So you, you both got Alex quite really I'm pleased with mine. Yeah, you should be. It's um, you, I said, I mean, everyone's got you know, we start at the top end of the, of the, of the squad list, so everyone should have a fair share of, of really good players. Um, and I'm excited to see how it, how it all pans out, to be honest. So, uh, yeah. I'll yeah. Uh, be getting my editing hat on shortly now. What we need to do is um, is draw the groups. So we're just going to use the same format as Euro 2020 um, because I did that last year and it means I don't have to make a new spreadsheet. So I can just sub you all in for <laughs> who was there last year. So, um, so that is six groups of four. Um, we've got 22 confirmed. I've got two wildcard entries, which um, I'm waiting for confirmations on. So um, don't worry about them too much. They'll just be sorted in by as and when they get approved. So um, obviously we don't have a... Um, a, a, a sack to put the balls in so I'll just need you to read numbers out um, we'll just read the numbers alt alternatively and uh, they'll slot into a group so uh, Rob as champ do you want to go first and pick a number between 1 and 23 oh, I'll, uh, I'll take 17 please so 17 is FBL Hints which is Ash um, who was the champion in 2019 I think uh, Nick, oh I'll go number 10. Uh, number 10 is Nathan of Dortmund fame. I'll take uh, number four, please. Uh, number four is wildcard one. So that's to be confirmed. Um, <laughs> it can be, well, it could be anybody really. <laughs> but, uh, but we'll see who, who comes back to us on that. And 20, 23. 23 is... Uh, Andrew Walker. Um, I don't know if you know Andrew or not, but he came through the qualifying last year and we've kept him around because we like Andrew Walker. I think he might have been in my group, actually, I think for the was. last one. I think he yeah, was, yeah, I do remember him. All right, on to group two then, Rob. I'll, uh, number nine. Number nine, Alan Shearer, is Dave Matheson. <laughs> we all know Dave. Yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen is, uh, is you. Good, good pick. Well, hey. <laughs> uh, 21 21 is Nikolai I wonder if he's still upset about my tactical switch that I did on him to get out, get out, get that victory against Italy I imagine he hasn't slept since <laughs> 7 7 is Dino that is a, that cool. is a, a tough group that was a tough group. Do you think Nikolai, um, you know, have you seen the Queen's Gambit? <laughs> he, he, yeah, when, oh, she yeah. Play, when she plays chess on the ceiling, but he does it with formations I think, on, his, yeah, on his bedroom ceiling. Absolutely no word at all. That is what happens in that house. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> right, on the group Sorry, I digress. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, number three. 
Number three is Dan Williamson, who was our first ever champ. I will go 19. Uh, Zach? Uh, number eight. Number eight is uh, Philip the Bist from, uh, well, from Saturday mornings, but also um, the manager. <laughs> he is Barcelona. Yeah. Is Philip our um, only international manager then, or is there any others? Uh, there are others, um, which I'll, I'll tell you as we get them. Um, okay. So I don't get myself confused. <laughs> I'll go 21. 21. has already been done. That was Nikolai. Oh, was it? Sorry. Uh, 13. 13 is Tom Reed. There's the flaw in this plan. It's, <laughs> you have to remember what you've already said. <laughs> uh, number two. Number two is Andrew, King of the Rooks. He's the first yeah. one in the group four. His, his uh, mystery player should be Rudy Voller, really, shouldn't it? Yeah. It should be really. I'll, I'll have a look at it. <laughs> I hope he's got Phil Neville as his uh, speciality. I think, I think he does, oh. actually, yeah, in hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 24. 24 is Paddy of 90s football. Uh, number one. Number one is the other wild card, so that will remain a mystery for now. Uh, 16. 16 is Matt. Matt Wills. Number, uh, oh yeah. Number 11. Number 11 is Rob, that's you. Oh. So you're first in group five, so Nick, be as kind or as unkind as you want. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two little ducks, twenty-two. Uh, you've got Dan Williams or S. Four Uta. I don't know how you meant to say it, but he was also in your group, I think, last year. Nick. Yeah, rings a bell, actually. Number fourteen is Mark Carruthers. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen is. Um, Willie Rapp on Twitter, uh, who is, I think he's Danish. Um, he's probably yeah, I know. You, I, huh? I think his name's Jacob. It is Jacob, yes. Um, yeah. so uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, number five, please. Uh, so number five is Ross Bell, um, who is not only host of this podcast, but also a, a former champion. Oh, I will go 20. 20 is Michael Marden of Quickly Kevin. I'll have number 12. 12 is Tom Rostance off of the BBC Sport. That should only leave one then. Six, is it? Number six, which is, is Dan, six. Dan Barger. Yeah. Very good. Um, and that's that's gone as, sw- as smoothly as it ever can. So, <laughs> only one one hiccup. I'll, I'll do a very by good. me. I'll do a very quick recap because we have five minutes left because I'm too flimsy to pay for uh, to pay for Zoom. So we've got uh, Group One, which is uh, Ash, FPL Hints, Nathan, the Wildcard, and Andy Walker. Uh, group Two is Dave Matheson, uh, Nick, uh, Nikolai, and Dino. Uh, group Three is uh, Dan Williamson, uh, Zach, Philip Abist, and Tom Reed. Uh, group Four is Andrew King the Rooks. Um, Paddy from Next Football, the second wild card, and Matt Wills. Uh, group five is uh, Rob, uh, Dan Williams, uh, Mark Carruthers, and Jacob. 
And last up in Group 6, you've got Ross Bell, Michael Martin, Tom Rostens, and Dan Barker. Some good groups there. There are. I'm uh, intrigued to see how it plays out. I didn't bother doing any, any seed or anything like that because everyone's equal, really, so I didn't really see the point in uh, no. <laughs> yeah. messing around with that. Um, I'm just having a look at the specialities. Yeah, I did give Andrew Phil Neville his... Um, <laughs> had to. Had to, really. I, did. I gave Ross Tony Yeboah. Um, Dan Williamson's got Juan Veron. Dino's got Dino Baggio. Um, because it, <laughs> it's his email address. Um, <laughs> Philip's got Mark Emmers because he's Belgian. Um, yeah. Nathan has got Diego Maradona because he's just done a save as him. Um, Tom has got... Tom Roston said he's got Rob Page because... Uh, he was Northampton manager for a bit. Um, Tom Reed has got Tom Young because he just interviewed him for their Northampton pod. Mark Ruthers has got Rob Lee because of Newcastle. Uh, Nick, you've got Martin Royce. Uh, Zach's got Didier Deschamps. Um, Michael Martin's got Peter Schmeichel, obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> Nikolai has got John Newsom because he loves John Newsom. Um, <laughs> Andy Walker has got Sean Dundee because he was wild from last year. Um, he was. <laughs> he was. Dan Williams has got um, Paul Merson. Um, I forget why. There was a good reason for it. Um, Jakob's got Avicca Mona, and I can't remember why. There was probably a good reason for it. Uh, FPL Hints, Ash has got Stan Collymo, because um, he signed him for Real Madrid or something on, Ch- on Champion 3, and I was like, why would you ever do that? <laughs> um, Matt Wills has got Danielson. Rob, you've got Leonardo. Um, Dave Matheson's got El Barrett. Dan Barker's got El Solskjaer. Paddy's got Carlos Valderrama, because he's got a great Corinthian figure. Um, and, and the two wild cards <laughs> I'll not go into because it depends on who actually takes those positions up as to who their speciality will be. Yeah, and Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Brilliant. I'm well happy with Roy's there. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, can start, you can start planning your team. Um, oh, yes. So all we'll do to finish with is to tell us where we can find uh, you and your work and things. So, Nick... Um, you're on about your third Twitter account since you've been writing for us. So yeah, I've changed a bit. Where can people find you now and where will they find Champions League Manager? I am at NTR9798. So basically, not much imagination behind that, just my initials <laughs> with 9798 after. And um, Champions League Manager is, as you said, we record it every Tuesday um, and then the blog goes out every Friday morning and then there's a link on there to the video also film so it's yeah worth a watch and worth a read brilliant and rob where can people find you to uh um i'm i'm probably on twitter is the main place uh and it's at tatanator um i'm one of these people who rarely post stuff but sometimes does i've sort of got back into cm0304 after your the uh, champ man fans thing so i might might post some stuff on that you should it's it's a really good game like it's actually it's brilliant i really enjoyed it i mean when you you think about like it should be really good because it's it's you know, it should be the most polished version of all the games that were released, but uh, it doesn't really get the love it deserves. But um, yeah, we'll probably we'll preach about that another time. But uh, thank you both for uh, your time tonight and uh, for doing the draw for us. And uh, we'll be been back in touch soon with probably when the fixtures start. Yeah, no worries, Dave. Thank Pleasure. You. Thanks very much, Dave. Cheers, Rob. Thank Cheers. Thank you, Nick. Bye. All right. So thanks to uh, thanks to Nick and Rob for that draw, uh, and also the, the chat before that. It was. Uh, Got a lot going on at the minute in the, in the world of Chapman next to mm. so, so, Ross, let's get your thoughts hot off the press. Okay. Michael Martin, Tom Rostens, and Dan Barker is your group. Okay. Um, I mean, it's 
there's no easy groups, there's no easy games to say at this stage. Um, no, uh, immediately Tom's team looks very strong defensively. Maldini, Adams, Nadal, as well. It's. Uh, I mean, I oh, he's got Yardell as well. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, looking at the teams when they came out, uh, Michael Nardens looks very good going yeah. forwards. Uh, he's obviously got Schmeichel in goal, which will help enormously. Um, but to have Ian Wright, Baggio, Hadji, Hadji uh, yeah. George Finidi, Finidi George, uh, Ryan Giggs, and then the yeah. Aaron, to, to anchor it all together. Um, plus the added bonus of Evan Okoku. Like, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and Barry Horn. And no. Barry Horn. Uh, that's uh, you know that's that's quite a quite a lineup. It's an interesting group. Yeah. Um Tom's got Shilavair, who's uh, uh, the rule is if you don't have Shilavair taking your free kicks, you're disqualified. <laughs> yeah, I agree so, with that. Yeah. So I assume you'll 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 play by the rules on that front. He's just got Alfonso. Is he the his most expensive player in the game? Isn't he? he is. I, I find him infuriating to be honest. Yeah. Alfonso. He um he, he he doesn't. He's not lethal enough for no for the price he is. Um, I find that Ollie, his partner at Betis, is better than him. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. If, maybe I just can't get a tune out of him. We'll see if Tom <laughs> fares any better. And who was the other person in my group? Uh, uh, Dan Barker. Um, not the host of The Price Is Right in America. <laughs> Uh, Dan is you know, no Dan. Dan's played every year. I think we've done this. He um, he currently runs retro footy games. I think it is or whatever yeah. it's called. Um, he has got Clivert and Andy Cole, Letizia, Tommy Findle Larson. Mm. Um, he's got Tafferel, Mona. Social as well. Yeah, he's got he's got um, he's got enough about him. I think to. Uh, oh, he's got Barry Venison. To trouble you. Um, his squad doesn't look as, as full as fi- full of firepower as some of the others, but it's, it's yeah, obviously solid across the board. So um, it it's is. Not a, it's not a bad squad to have. Where's Where's your team? I'm not playing. I, uh, oh no, you, you run everything, I, don't you? Well, I, I run everything, and if I start to pick my own players, people <laughs> would immediately point the finger. So. Uh, you just so get the fun I, of hosting us all on your Zoom calls. Exactly, yes. <laughs> um, to be honest, it, it is enough organisation for me because I don't worry about uh, my own lineup. Yeah, true. There's some very good teams. Uh, yeah, I think um, it's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out. Um, mm. some... I suppose it's all down to formation and picking the right players to get the best results really I know that's, that's what football is but <laughs> like putting the right players in those positions because FM uh, CM's a little bit weird isn't it with like players that can't play in certain positions even though you think they should do yeah but I mean obviously Nikolai's the the, uh, the authority on this so he's, he's probably mm. tried everything there is going um, some things work some things don't some things that really shouldn't work seem to work so yeah um, I, I mean I think the great thing about this game is that there's no right way to play it there's there's Several ways to you know to, to skin a cat, yeah. Um, and I think that's part of its long term appeal is that uh, you know you don't have to get the same 11 players every time to be a success. Mm. Um, and we're going to see this time we've got what is it, probably 480 plus players, um, yeah, who are mostly in the same sort of skill bracket. So let's just see how it plays out. I love these uh, the, the pundits people have got. Mike, someone's got Mike, Rob's got Michael Brown. <laughs> yeah, some are better than others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt's got Dion Dublin. He must be happy with that. 
I think anyone who gets who gets Dion will, will be delighted. Yeah, um, yeah, friendly player. But then you have got like Dan Williamson, got Rob uh, Robbie Savage or Rob Savage as he's known on this. Yeah, game. <laughs> and he's like a forward right. So. <laughs> Play to strengths. Exactly. So. <laughs> uh, so just briefly back onto the Champions League manager, and it is it is really great fun. And Nick's done a lot of work to put all this together as well. And unfortunately for Nick, he he's got Real Madrid, uh, and they should be good. They really should be good. They should be, but I, I look at the teams Nick Nick's picking, and he's not. I don't think he's doing anything wrong. He just kind of gets no. uh, he kind of get a result out of them. And I guess the the problem is with 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 strikers on this game is that unless they've got like off the ball, mm. like at nineteen or a twenty, um, they don't seem to, for whatever reason, score the goals. Yeah, um, so he's got Raúl Morientes and Davos Suka who all got finishing above yeah, eighteen. I think well, that's it. I mean, can't score. Suka went on to get the golden boot later, and that's in the World Cup <laughs> season. So. <laughs> It's uh, it's it's certainly not a not a talent thing, but uh, you just kind of get the the pieces of the jigsaw in the right order at the minute. So yeah, him and uh, him and Nathan are, are sort of scrapping over the wooden spoon at the minute. But uh, Nathan yeah. has had absolutely no luck with injuries <laughs> whatsoever. His injuries and suspensions have been insane. What I'm enjoying is the the grayed out players, the Scottish players that appear because we're doing this in Scottland. It's it's so fun. <laughs> Yeah, we all, random Scottish guys down the We all love Barry Combs. <laughs> yeah, Barry Combs are our, our uh, golden player for this tournament. Um, if you're following along on YouTube, make sure you leave a comment uh, on Dave's channel for that. Um, but mainly it's on the blog, isn't it? That's where the, the yeah, main fun's so, to be had. So, so it's blogged every Friday, and within that blog, as as, as Ross says, this uh, this video of the, the we usually play two league games a week, uh, or maybe a cup game in there, you know, whatever it is. There's two yeah. sets of fixtures anyway. Um, so you can enjoy it by whatever means you want. Um, I say Nick does a lot of work in not just writing it up, but also editing the, the video and, of course, hosting us every every week. So um, he uh, deserves all the praise going. It's good, clean dad fun. You can tell <laughs> most of us are married dads. Well, you've basically got 10, I wouldn't say middle age, but yeah, 10, approaching. 10 30 plus blokes who uh, <laughs> are enjoying like that hour of the week where, where everyone else in the house is asleep and we get to go and play video games for an yep. hour. Um, Headphones in, everyone's quiet. It's lovely. It's tremendous. <laughs> so yeah, make sure you read those blogs on a Friday. What else is on the blog, Dave? There's still a blog every day. It's it's incredible yes, amount of work going on. There is. Um, so this week, well, I say this week as we're recording, um, Andrew has just finished and released the Danish league. So yeah. if you want to if you want to play another league in Champion Night 78, he's given you a Danish league expansion. Um, he has previously released Norway and Sweden, so they're all available on the site if you want to go digging for them. Um, that's again tremendous amount of work. So have a look at that, and if you want to try and all those um, Scandinavian leagues um, produce some incredible players. Um, they're obviously all in the database. That's why. Um, yeah. So by all means, have a go. It's uh, it's quite tough the way it's set up and over there as well. Yeah, definitely. I don't know how Andrew finds time to do anything else because he's got this going on plus his other saves that he does plus the Champ Man fans saves he does. I, how does he work? Plus three, plus three kids. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I find it out of one to play time, find time to play games. I'm fairly certain he's outsourced a lot of the editing to the kids. <laughs> um, that, that's all it can be. Um, he's an incredible man. He, uh, he's done so much for the community. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, my heart goes off to him. Completely. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, so yes, we've got that uh, at the minute. He's also released um, the uh, the database editor, which again, yep. uh, tremendous piece of software. It's an Excel file which has the entire database in, and you can basically pick your players out, compare them to others, um, do searches on different positions, different skills, all anything you want to do. Really, it's uh, so handy. Oh, it's again, very very good piece of software. Um, yeah. So 
if you uh, if you've got Excel, you can use it. it doesn't, doesn't cost a penny. We don't charge for any of the stuff we do. So that was also on the site if you want to go and dig that out. Um, and while I suppose while we're plugging software, we've also got the Regen Finder, which basically yeah. you um, take a snapshot of your database before the end of the season, um, do the little update thing, and then run it again, and it tells you everyone who's retired and who their Regen is, which is such a mental way. tool. If that had come out in '97, '98, I know. I would have never left the house. Just, just, just find it absolutely astonishing for people yeah. still finding new things to do with with this old game. Um, it's sure. uh, you know it's, it's great for for me and everything we've you know everything we've, we've built really. The, the, yeah. the community's never been stronger in terms of new things coming in. So um, those are the toys, and alongside that we've got things like Dino's Wrexham saves still going every Thursday. Right. Uh, Nick's Champions League right ups on a Friday. Uh, we've got Philip um, from Belgium on a Saturday. Uh, Matt's doing FC AFC United on a, on a Monday. That's that's going really well for him. It's a shame you use the other though for that one, isn't it? Well, <laughs> you can't have everything. <laughs> was, uh, yeah. Count Count Flapula. <laughs> Salute. <laughs> uh, and then of course on a Sunday we've got the retirement academy, which is. Uh, it seems a struggle this one, Dave. It is. Um, <laughs> the I can't believe it was. It was easier having. A whole team of over 35. <laughs> when, when you mix in a team of, it's basically a mix of under 23s and over 35s, five of them yeah. plus the keeper, you'd think that'd be fine. It's not it like should it. be fine, yeah. No, it's it's really, really hard. <laughs> um, but uh, I think we're getting there slowly. There is improvement. Um, it's um, it's a bit of a labour of love. Um, it hasn't, hasn't really hit the height of the retirement home because of they haven't really progressed as much as I would have liked, but. Uh, mm. It's still a challenge to try and hunt down Ajax, and hopefully we'll get there. It's still fun. It's a very fun read. All your writing is really fun to read. And oh, just to plug your other stuff as well, your your, your diary of uh, Cork City on the, yeah. the Man on the Post website. I, I really didn't expect to this to, well, maybe not to still be going, but um, for me to be still interested in it. I thought I might be, <laughs> might be downed in by this point, but as it yeah. turns out, basically playing football under 21 for well, however long it takes to go through a night. Sometimes it's five minutes, sometimes mm. it's 20 minutes, sometimes... I do a bit of scouting with Embo and Penza, and it takes a bit longer. Um, and then I really they're my favourite interactions. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> Penza brings his scout reports in. He brings his scout report, and he's like, "These go- these goalkeepers <laughs> can't kick." I'm like, oh, thanks, Embo. That's really helpful. Um, uh, so yeah, we, I, I play the game um, per night basically, and write it up twice a week. So we get an update on a on a Thursday, which goes through the sort of the preparation for the Friday game and then on a Monday I do the Friday match write up yeah. and whatever's gone over the weekend. Um surely we're gonna move to well still be two updates a week, but there'll be a cup game I think as long as I'm in the cup. Yeah. Ireland seems to have a lot of cups. Uh, they do, don't they? Aren't they in some Scottish league as well? Are they play with one of the Scottish Cups? No, they do have this. I don't know. I don't know what it's called, if it's licensed or not. But I, I, yeah. I haven't really done my research. But there is a cup where it's like I think it's Wales as well. I think they have yeah. three. I'm sure there's three leagues. But I'm not in the top two of the Irish league, so I don't know how, if I'll be included in that or not. But maybe next um, season. Well, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, 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 honestly, I've I've enjoyed it far more than I think I would have done had I been playing it properly. Um, because yeah. And when you when you win, like you really feel like you've worked for it that week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And when you lose, you're kind of annoyed, but you've got to wait another week to put it right. So it's, um, I suppose, yeah, if you're just playing for those those few minutes, like if you're playing for an hour's on end, you can just, don't matter, it's another loss. Or exactly. win a loss, yeah, it doesn't really exactly. make much effect. So yeah. is, it, is it, you know, helping my mental health? Probably not. But, <laughs> you know. It's, it's doing something for you. It's only cork. Uh, <laughs> 
and at the minute we're doing quite well. So it's, uh, yeah, exactly. That's um, if you can follow that at, uh, at fm underscore otp on Twitter. Uh, all the links are there to the website. That's the easiest way to follow it. Uh, what is your site, Dave? Where can people get all of your goodness? Yeah, so we're on uh, cm9798.co.uk and we've got um, chapmanfans.co.uk, which is everything except 9798, basically. We've done all three or four. Andrew's done a lot of 9697. Uh, I've got an old firm, 9697, coming up on that. Oh, nice. Um, and I think... I'm still I'm still playing my lead save as well. I'm going to write yeah. that up. Yeah, I'm still four that'll years be, in now. That'll be great to see that. How that's getting on. Um, I'm still losing hundreds of millions of pounds a week. That's yeah, <laughs> the lead way. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those fish aren't going to pay for themselves. <laughs> but um, yeah, we've we've got, we've got plans to make our way through the entire series. Um, there's some chat about the the very early Chapman and Chapman Italia, which uh, we've got a few people doing the the write up for at the minute. So all nice. to come. Um, we, uh, you know, we've got plenty of time to do it all, so it's, it's no problem. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's all very exciting at the moment. There you go. If there is a football game that isn't FIFA that you want us to talk about <laughs> or cover, <laughs> we'll do it, basically. Dave's a big fan of Pez as well, so. Oh, adore Pez. <laughs> it's so good. This is one's amazing. I love it. I know it's just like an update thing, but it, it, it just well, plays really well. I think there's probably a lesson in there where they haven't messed around with it too much and just made it better than the yeah. last version. And uh, yeah, it's great. And they didn't yeah. charge full whack for it, so everyone's happy. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So yeah, maybe we'll do something of that in the future as well because we know a couple of other guys that play that. Um, but yes, that is enough for this month's podcast. We'll be back next month with some more fantastic guests. Where can people find you on Twitter, Dave? Uh, so I'm at CM9798. Uh, you can find me at Ross Barrett 1984. You can find all our guests at their handles, which they gave you during their interviews. Uh, you can find us at Man on the Post. Uh, please leave us a little five-star rating and review on iTunes. We've not had one for over a year now, so someone could just pop another little one on there. That would be lovely. Uh, but we're also on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on everywhere podcasts are. We're there. You can find us everywhere. And we're almost, almost at 1,000 episodes. It was our nine-year anniversary of Man on the Post three days ago so we've expanded massively from just me in a tiny cupboard not even speaking on the podcast the very first 10 episodes greg was the host i would be the producer and it would take three hours to record a one-hour podcast and it would take me a week to edit it <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah rather than the shambles that we do now where it's up basically within hours of it being recorded <laughs> less effort but more fun i think that's how we uh, we do things now Apart from this podcast, which takes a lot of effort, so make sure you listen to it, like it, and subscribe it, and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> it is goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from Dave. Goodbye. And always remember to keep your chat man on the post. <laughs>